All right, guys, we are back again. I got to come up with a new way of entering this podcast by saying we're back because, like, obviously we're back. You guys got here. Um, it's yeah, people another... automatically think of that animated dinosaur movie from the uh, the late 90s. So I heard a reference from that <laughs> in a recent podcast, by the way. Um, very happy that got dropped in your podcast, dude, because we're oh. back is the best dinosaur movie ever. This is this is about. One hit wonders. I know. We'll get back to Jer's podcast later in the end of this podcast. But uh, hey, guys, one hit wonders. I remember those. Yeah, I remember that. All right, guys. So we're back. We're doing another music video reaction. We're going to be taking a break from doing our Star Wars bracketing. Uh, you know, calm the air from the tense conversation we had last week. We need a, another week or two to to still mull that over and process that whole <laughs> whole hour of conversation. I've been pushing out Jar Jar Binks versus Chewbacca, and I've been working on that. But what we've done today, you guys, is we've compiled three each. Each of us picked three uh, one-hit wonder music videos. We're going to watch the music videos, discuss how we feel about the mu- music videos, and we can even sit here and talk about why these were one-hit wonders if they would still be popular today and just kind of dive into the video a little bit and the music and the bands yeah i really when i was picking my my songs i thought what song what one-hit wonders do i still listen to if they're on the radio today so a lot of my picks are based on on that and maybe some some influence they have on on pop culture but i think mine's kind of similar i got i got a few songs that you definitely still hear today i mean all my songs and i most of the songs you guys picked as well are on my like songs, so it's this is gonna be good, guys. We're gonna know some of these. Uh, I think we have Jer's pick first. All right, I'll go first. Uh, fuck it. Um, <laughs> the first song I, I picked is when you mentioned one hit wonders, uh, especially in the 90s, this is like the number one song that pops into my head. There's no other song like it, it's still. Uh, and I wrote down in my notes here. It's it's still pl- played today at like hockey games and, and events, and all the kids know the dance. It's 2022. The song came out in '95. I remember it specifically being on uh, Much Dance '95. Anyways, the song is the Macarena, and as soon as you hear that word, you know <laughs> you know the dance. Your mind is there. It's almost like it's pre-programmed into you at birth. So I can hear the okay. And we're we're gonna give a one quick fact before we start this. This was the first hit for Los Del Rio since 1962, and their only hit in the U.S. Okay, so this is Macarena by Los Del Rios. Here we go. I mean, this is okay. So, guys, we definitely watched a remaked version of the Macarena. Um, watched the, we watched the English version for whatever reason. Anyway, probably my bad. I didn't send you the right link. You know what, dude? It's okay. We're gonna react to whatever music video we just yeah. saw. And like I said during this video, this seems like one of those songs. Like I always picture johnny cash you know sitting there just i'm paying a scenario for you guys and you know johnny cash and the macarena what a mess. I, i'm just saying like these guys would be sitting there i picture johnny cash always when people like redo his songs that someone's about to come up to him and say hey we have a new pop artist who's going to redo your songs i feel like these guys were all about someone redoing their song like someone came up to them and said hey we have a remix of your song coming up they're like hell yeah let's get in on that let's get the macarena going again 
yeah, again, I'm if this thing existed in the in the sixties or seventies, I'd be surprised. But the music video is is super simple. It's just girls dancing, singing the song. So I didn't really pick this one because of the the music video itself because i don't honestly think i've ever watched the whole thing through and through like we just did <laughs> but i i just i chose it for its its reference to pop culture i remember learning the dance when i was young and i'm pretty sure everybody listening to this can can do it but how did down. we learn the dance because like you guys said we've never seen this music video yeah, before it's, so like it's pre-programmed from birth so someone in the '60s, like where were my parents born? So it was my, <laughs> it was my grandparents who taught my parents who taught me, who then gave my daughter this information. What is? I I really doubt that my grandparents knew what the Macarena was. So. I don't know. They do now. Though. You guys want to know what the chorus translate to English as? Oh, yeah, please. actually, I had this as one of my points, but so Macarena is the girl, right? Oh, yeah. So what a weird name. But okay. Give your body joy. Macarena, that your body is to give joy and good things. There's there's more to the lyrics. She says, they all want me, they can't have me, so they all come and dance beside me, move me, with me, chant with me, and if you're good, I'll take you home with me. This is about a girl uh, whose boyfriend is, I think, a soldier or, or overseas yeah, it's, it says, war. Uh, Vitorino <laughs> has joined the army. Yeah, and she's talking about other guys and she wants to get like okay, so boys in the army and macarena the girl which i can't picture a, a person to that name anymore um yeah, is sitting there craving human flesh and is like you know what boys they all want oh my god i yeah. wish they did that for the music video of yeah, so our... it's saying in the bayside boys mix um so the the one that we listened to macarena gets mad at her boyfriend and goes out to shake it while he's out of town in this version to shake it. it says she seems to be more promiscuous but they also made it a first person account with the lyrics being the voice of macarena oh very um, interesting stuff so our first song not only brought you back to the mid 90s but it also ruined the song from that could possibly be the epitome of the 90s we our next song is are we going with sparky's choice first uh yeah i think sparky's gonna sure. go next all right. yeah, let, let's give all it right. here all right so we are going to go with Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky. Can I just comment on the backup dancers from the 1970s <laughs> to now have taken a nasty turn somewhere in a oh, dark, deep man. alley? There was certainly zero safety standards for backup dancers in the 70s based <laughs> on this video. Really? Jared's saying that, guys, because we paused the music video. These girls are, I don't even know how they're standing on that, on a half-made bridge that looks like it's about to fall off right now. Yeah, I really hope that's know, a lot sturdier than it looks. You know for certain that that's not green screen technology from 1970. Also, were, were music videos really a thing in the 70s? I wish I knew somebody that lived through that era, probably like one of our parents. Because MTV didn't really exist till what eighty something, yeah. So it's really weird that these videos from the seventies have music videos. So I mean, uh, nonetheless, we found this one. Uh, Steel brought it up, and we had a trouble kind of finding something. It was all like the lyrics to everything, and I actually thought we were gonna find a Guardians of the Galaxy um, clip or something. But yeah. we did find this, and I found it very funny because the whole time I watched it, I was looking at a cinematographer point of view because yeah. it just has the lead singer and his guitar. I don't know Norm. Oh, it's just the guy, Norman Greenburn. Yeah, Bob it's Bob. just a guy. Sure. And it says he. It even says here as Norman Greenbaum explained to Song Facts, so he actually like told them this. Okay. Okay. 
He set out to write a religious rock song. He is Jewish, but instead of using a Jewish word for God, he uses used Jesus because he thought it would be more marketable. It took him months to finish the music, but the lyrics came really quickly. And then it's just as interesting fact, we also learned about him. He used to run a goat farm. <laughs> interesting, dude. I, okay, sorry, did he just plug that in during the interview? He's like, oh, by the way, I also have a goat farm. Also, I used to run a goat farm, in case you were wondering. I got to, like, I, I know that this is a very spiritual and religious song, and I got to say, I think he nailed it with that, because I love this song. It feels very mm. rock and roll when I hear it, and it's 100% just kind of like praising Jesus all the time. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's definitely the, the strong point of this song, when you can be a song about religion, uh, regardless how you feel about religion, you still can can drive to this song or jam to this song. It's just, it's such a good song that you look past any kind of meaning and you're right. you're more grooving and feeling the music than the lyrics. It's got so. one of those riffs that's just, it's simple, it's catchy, and yeah. it just gets you kind of, you know, move into it's, the groove kind of thing. What it is, is it's easily identifiable. And a lot of people, I guarantee listening to this, will Google this song or Spotify this song yeah. and say, oh my God, that's that song. So, uh, and I think it's before really cool. we move on yeah. to uh, what, what we're what we were talking about the uh, music videos, so I got up here. It says from 1960 to 73, promotional clips were kind of like starting to come out. Okay, from 74 to 80, that was the beginnings of music television. So that's where we start seeing probably stuff like this, right? Okay, so there's like promotional for like the band and stuff like that. That's kind of funny how they yeah. kind of saw it that way too. It's like, hey, we're um, start promoting the band with music videos. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then man, from yeah. 81 to 91, that's where music videos go mainstream. So that's where we start seeing music videos for, you know, everything. Okay. And then from 92 to 04, you it says Rise of the Directors. And that's where we start seeing these music videos with like high production budgets kind of thing. Okay. And then 05 to present music video downloads and streaming. Yeah, David David Fincher as a director, he he started in music videos, so it's it's actually really cool. This is actually good facts for us to know when we do music videos of what time frame to stay in <laughs> as well. Yeah, we're all we're going from the 1970s here, so we can't all right. do any what, uh, what year are we sure. going to next? I'm really curious. We're diving back into 19. 19- 97 you guys and we're gonna be doing chumbawamba's number one hit tub thumping all right i mean i always associate this song with homer simpson am i the only one you're definitely not me i I can't (laughs) say that i when i hear the term one hit wonders and three random songs come in my head this is one of them this is definitely one of them um but I remember when it came out, uh, somebody I knew wasn't allowed to to listen to it because it said "pissing the night away," and obviously these guys are are from from England or the UK, and that's a, a pretty common term there. And obviously not here, people lose their shit, and we're not allowed to listen to some music. But no, it's cool that that Chumbawamba was able to make this, and it becomes such a like an international hit. It's like one of the most iconic choruses of. of from what I can think of. Well, I would like to say this. Name one more Chumbawamba song, and I'll give oh, that yeah. person $100 right now. <laughs> like... No, they only released one song ever. 
this is it. Um, this pissing is the it. night away is definitely. I, I'm looking at the some of the facts right now, and it's definitely uh, referencing the drinking alcoholic beverages. Sure, yeah, um, we know that's what that means. But adults back in the fucking mid 90s didn't the only thing i didn't know what what like what meant what was the legit name of the song which was tub thumper like tub thumping i had no idea what tub yeah. thumping was is that something we can say on this tub thumping? sounds like a, like a dirty <laughs> <Yeah. sex> thing. <laughs> i'm sure it's, de it's definitely not a sex thing but i'm sure that. urban dictionary might have another uh definition of tub thumping if we looked at it's, it's it's far too early to for sex things <laughs> yeah we'll get into those uh podcasts later no, but it, it says <laughs> a tub thumper is a politician yeah, so oh, this is like a against the man rebellion sort of thing. And like, I actually didn't know who Chumbawamba was until I looked at this video. And I actually no. went to the reaction. I looked at it when I decided to do this song as one of my choices. I went to the yeah. music video and I saw those guys and I stopped because I wanted you guys to see them with me because they're very cult like looking like with the blonde hair and the deadpan stare. And it's that it's the style of the the early the late 90s, early 2000s, that evolution. And I talked about it on Final Destination episode of, of mm -hmm. Real Good Movies, how it was this really weird style and, and finding any sort of identity in in the late 90s to early 2000s like like what are they called the parachute pants like this bell bottom jeans this big saggy jeans uh with a with a, a a tank top on it's it's really it was just a weird time and this is a perfect encapsulation of that of a snapshot of the late 90s oh absolutely I, also the, the 90s i was gonna say did you guys if you heard this song would you associate it with a, a term for a politician it sounds no. like a, a drinking song like that's yeah, what i'm saying and homer simpson song. in the simpson uh homer simpson the simpsons no shit um <laughs> <laughs> simpson and family guy Redundancy. um he he does he's literally singing this song in his underwear he's like you take a vodka drink i take a whiskey drink and he like, he sings it that's why i always <laughs> in, like think of nice. him and i think about i remember drinking. that other way, like you said, when it comes to one-hit wonders, you know the song, you you associate this song with a one-hit wonder, and mm -hmm. you know the lyrics to it. It's very catchy. I think it did well as a one-hit wonder. You know, like one-hit wonders are always catchy, um, and and um, they stay in your head forever. And I think this did a really good job of that. Good job. If you've never heard Tub Thumper, we urge you to check it out, and you will immediately say, "Oh, I know that song. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, oh boy." Oh, All right, this is Robin Thicke, Blurred Lines. <laughs> I, hey, on a second. Before you start your yeah. rant, I want to thank you for ruining the rest of my day. I am now going to be singing this constantly. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What's up? I like this these kind of shows because it's like a, you spin the wheel, and if you're lucky, you get one of the good songs that we pick stuck in your head. If you're unlucky, you get some other garbage. <laughs> Um, Macarena's in my head in later it. on today. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. But no, I picked blurred lines because I wanted to get something from like almost every 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 like third of my life. So then we're making your way. Mm -hmm. And uh, this song is is something I heard from Robin Thicke, son of Alan Thicke, who is a, a legendary Canadian. And it's not a one hit wonder for T.I. or Pharrell at all. No. Those guys go on to no. do huge things. But Robin Thicke doesn't really go on to make another song after this. I think he does, but it's nowhere near the popularity of this song. Just a quick little fact. Um, actually, when this came out, uh, Pharrell was also in the top charts that month for Get Lucky with Daft Punk. Oh, that's a huge song. That's the biggest Pharrell song, I and, think. Yeah, and that those are just he, collaborations. Yeah. And so, it says a lot. Yeah. 
that says a lot about him wonder, for sure robin thank me and sparky like this song you being you do not like this song i don't like this song it's very misogynistic and just right. like i get it like i get it i get it. it's like this whole hip-hop thing i guess the vibe but like I, I hate it's one of those songs that's so catchy that when it's in my yeah. head i'm like you need to leave my head and you won't leave my head i also just <laughs> right. don't like the lyrics it's just it's always kind of i've never related to them maybe because i'm not like no, yeah fan. i get it my first note when I was when I put this song on my list, my first note point completely misogynistic. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's not it, it hasn't aged well. It's aged terribly in that sense. And if you listen to lyrics, but I mean, I'm not defending what he's saying, but every piece of media is a timestamp of what was acceptable then. And just because we don't like it doesn't mean it wasn't acceptable back in 2013. Like th- this was not acceptable, so to speak, but it was it was different. And, and media changes throughout time. And this is a great example of that. We were talking about um, Lizzo before we started recording. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into... She's definitely a, yeah, the, a product of, of media. Exactly. Lizzo! This whole, like back then we had this whole misogynistic, you know, I don't want to... Like, it is what it is with misogyny. For sure. it's, women are objects in this movie and this in this show. And then you get, yeah. you know, this uh, person like Lizzo, who is very much embrace you woman. Yeah. Here I am scream. And I love that. Exactly. And um, and that's, that's the, the complexity of media is that it evolves with time. It, it, it has to. So that's why I picked blurred lines by so, Robin Thicke. Love it, hate it, so. <laughs> you know, you talked about misogynistic too. This is the clean version. <laughs> there's there's a, the the original video actually had nude models oh and no it's way specific. yes oh we are not that, gonna find that, that on youtube it, no it was too hot for youtube and banned from the site the second version which is on youtube is where the models appear clothed okay look I, the, the my final fact and then we're going to the next song is that this song they got sued for making this song there's a lawsuit with uh oh uh for copyright infringement on marvin gay uh his song got to give it up so if you've never heard got to give it up listen to that and then see if you can spot the similarities between the two songs so I, oh my god i'm so excited oh my god <laughs> this is uh you know what go ahead go ahead steal all right this is my pick this is one of my favorite songs um Everybody sings it when it comes on. This is Take On Me by Aha. Oh my god. I I mean, <laughs> if we're going to rank music videos in the day mm-hmm. today, this is hit top on so many levels. And Jerry, you brought it up while we are listening to it oh. about why this was so good. Yeah, it's, it's one of a kind. It's it it tells a story and it, it, you don't see anything like it. it. Music videos have totally fallen off. They are just people throwing around money in fancy cars. And this, this is, there's when, when, it, when you talk about great music, greatest music videos of all time, uh, greatest British videos, best videos of the eighties, this song is going to come up and I'm so glad someone picked this song um i i don't consider aha uh-huh a, a one-hit wonder because they did sing a james bond song what oh, song did they know do that. uh the living daylights the movie oh, came I didn't out know 80, that. 87 so it's the perfect time stamp of when these guys existed and when they were big um so i think that's i i love this song we'll i'll let it slide as a one-hit wonder but <laughs> i'm, I'm approval. 
<laughs> I'm so glad you picked it. I mean, you're right. The whole cinematography and like the the story mm-hmm. you're bringing brought, it feels like it. And I I hate to like put this connection, but the Breakfast Club, it really reminds me huh. of just kind of watching the Breakfast Club. You know, the way that the cameras worked, the lighting worked. Mm-hmm. It screams '80s, and it oh, brings it, into we, this whole like story. It, it does say that it was inspired by the transformation scene in the 1980s sci-fi film altered states i've never okay. seen that what about i've Jared never Jared? seen that either our movie guy have you seen this no i have not uh, so every scene was yeah. shot live then projected onto paper and traced oh. that's incredible wow the amount of time and effort like that's i wish i wish we get art like that anymore but and this was directed by uh, Steve Barron. Um, okay. For those who may or may not know, he was responsible for much of MTV's playlist in the 80s, as he also directed Billie Jean. Oh. She Blinded Me with Science, Karma Chameleon, and Summer of 69. Okay, those scream 80s to all those songs scream 80s. Yep, definitely. So uh, a great choice, a great representation of the late, the glam rock Absolutely. of the, uh, the 80s. I love it. I love it. Good shit. All right, guys. So we have another one. Um, this one was my choice. I think about this song. I, I was looking at. Okay, I didn't. I don't think about this song right away can, when I do one hit wonders. Can we do a side note right now? What's that? Can you skip the goddamn trial for this <laughs> family plan? <laughs> Oh so my God. We're watching we're watching this everybody on my YouTube account and we can't see the name because it says that I have to stop doing the trial. It's trying to sell you the the, the family plan yeah, for YouTube. Up to six it's accounts YouTube. In I'm the not, same household though. It's fucking YouTube. It's free. What the fuck? But six accounts, one household. We gotta click this right now, guys. Podcast is on hold real quick. We gotta go through this process. Um, but you no. better believe this. This better stay in. <laughs> no, it's definitely staying. It always does. Uh, all right, guys. So the next song we're doing is by Modern English. And like I said, I don't know these guys. I, I picked this because when I looked at lists of one-hit wonders mm-hmm. and I was kind of stuck, I saw this one. I thought about it. I related to it for a few reasons. So uh, let's get into it. Oh, it's Melt, by, Melt With You by Modern English. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. All right, guys. So we just watched Melt With You. Obviously, it didn't leave a huge impression on us because, like, we really don't know what to say about it. Um, well, when how do you follow up Take On Me with the most iconic music video of all time almost? And then these guys are just standing around at a boring-ass concert <laughs> singing. It's really lame. Oh. And there's, like, two couples kind of just having this, like, somber dance with each other. I can't believe this is definitely a one-hit wonder. Modern English, I don't know if they exist outside of this song. No. But the fact that these guys had concerts and people went just to listen to I Melt With You, um, weird, weird. Well, you said it too. Like, Melt With You was in a lot of movies and stuff. And that's how I relate with it. I don't know if you guys remember growing up, there was, like, a Superhero High movie that we grew up on and i think bowling for soup covered this song for that okay. movie uh bowling for soup was a punk rock band that we got to uh, listen to as kids which are teens which was awesome yes. and i liked their version of this too this thing this it's timeless this song um yeah it, it goes it's it goes from generation to generation uh, and i said while we were watching these videos a lot of the songs and these lists um that I looked at reminded me of Zeller songs, and this was, and so it's it's kind of like a good nostalgia thing. And and for those listening that don't know what the fuck a Zeller's is, it's basically like a a Canadian Walmart. That's yeah, this is a much much 
smaller. And, and if Canadian you if Walmart. you don't if you don't go to Walmart and you're from let's say the UK, I think they have ASDA. Or Target. ASDA? I don't know if they have Target over so anyways, I, this I, isn't I, about I, I, I know you Walmart guys were saying that this is like a boring video. Yeah. But you know, the, I I was just reading here that it's I guess the song is a little bit more apocalyptic than what there's so modern English lead singer Robbie Gray, who wrote the song with his four bandmates, explained, I don't think many people realized it was about a couple making love as the bomb dropped. As they made love, they they became one and melt together. Oh my god. I mean that's, that's really fucking sick and twisted. And now <laughs> it I'm is. sure Jer found something he loves about the the music more. Uh have the horror factor to it. Nah. <laughs> it does, like, well it certainly, it certainly with, makes like, it a, if now I'm gonna listen to this song and I'm gonna listen to the lyrics with that in mind, and maybe I see the song in a different light that I didn't see it. And and what horror does when you introduce like a horror element to something it changes your expectations because horror. Never mind. Never fucking. Mind. See, this is what we do. We never bring up horror to Jer. <laughs> just go. This is like the Spice Girls tangent we went on our 1990s. Honest to God, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. we got another music video for everybody. All right, everyone. This is my pick. This is from 1992. This is Blind Melons. No rain. And why So, Blind Melons bass player wrote this before the, like he even formed the band. And this, the song is about not being able to get out of bed and find excuses to face the day when you have a really, you know, in a way, nothing. Yeah. And okay. at the time, it says Brad was dating a girl who was going through depression. Like, she would sleep through sunny days and complain when it didn't rain. And for a while, he told himself that he was writing the song from her perspective. He later realized he was also writing it about himself. Wow, that's actually deep as fuck. It's it's really deep as fuck. Wow. And I when I'm watching this music video, do I get that vibe at all? No. Nope. No. I mean when we looked at it too, we the one thing that did stand out to all of us is like how the look and aesthetic definitely mm -hmm. fit a lot of generations. Like um I said it looked like the seventies. Uh Jerry, you said it looked like it could be from like this. 2001 <laughs> right so well, and as a, so this was directed by samuel bayer and he also directed smells like teen spirit did we do oh, that interesting. one we did in a in a separate podcast right. i believe um check that episode maybe shameless, shameless 2000 to for 2005 own, for our own podcast <laughs> for our own show yeah or not our own show yeah. on our, our own show earlier <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast inception everybody plug inception i i like this music video though because it does remind me of music videos we grew up with where you have the band doing the song and then you have this like separate kind of story being videotaped and recorded on the side of this like yeah. little girl in a b outfit trying to get people to like her dance we got a sure. lot of that abstract kind of music videos when we grew up where the band was doing something and then you got this side recording of like another thing happening with the music video. Yeah, um, this, you said this was 92. I don't remember, 92 or 93. And that was such a, like you're moving from the glam rock, the the new wave of the 80s into the early 90s were, were was this. This is a great snapshot of the 90s, a transition phase. So absolutely uh, interesting choice of song. And just as a quick little uh, ending to that, they actually stopped playing that song live because they were sick of it. Well, I would be too. Yeah, I'm that's already the only am. song. If you <laughs> like, don't play that it, song, people aren't going to go to. That's like going they, to, they uh, became a, the band that hated their own hit. 
Imagine going to Metallica. They don't play Enter Sandman. Like, oh, dude, I would, I'd be like, what the? Or Master of Puppets. I'd be can like, you imagine cool. being an artist though that has all this like background and all these songs, and you go to, and they only want you to play the one thing that you're known for? Like, oh, I would... hey, listen, that's true too. They they sold their soul to the devil to get that one song as a hit, and I, I'm afraid that's all you get. This is what happens. So it goes. One hit wonders, everybody. Yeah. So when I was going through these lists, um. I saw like a lot of them and I did make, cause this is my last video and my last chance to speak about my picks. <laughs> I did. I, I got three, uh, three honorable mentions that almost made my short list. So That's this is own. for, for consideration. We're not going to talk about them at all. I'm just going to say Mbop by Hanson. Nice. Nice. That one's for my producer. Mambo number five by nice. Lou Bega. Well done. Well <laughs> picked. Well the, picked. The nineties. And one song I actually absolutely love still today is crazy by Gnarls Barkley. So I don't know that oh. one. That's the um, uh, check it out. Yeah. The mama be crazy. Does crazy. that make yeah. me crazy? Oh, I know that song. Yeah. So yeah, I was on the radio all the damn time. Yeah. Right. And there was a lot of I, I noticed a lot of like novelty songs like "Who Let the Dogs Out," the thong song. <laughs> and oh my god! I, I forget about a lot of those songs. The thong song. Ice Ice Baby. And, thong, and thong, when thong, I. Thong. When I made my last pick, I, I wanted something that wasn't a novelty song, and it's something that people, everybody likes this song, everybody knows this song, mm-hmm. um, and these guys kind of faded. They have a couple of songs that I know of, but I wouldn't say they're hits. Uh, Foster the People, Pumped Up Kicks. This music video, uh, were music videos growing up that I liked seeing because it always made me want to be part of a band. Um, oh. I always love seeing the behind the scenes. I think Headley had a video. Um, we don't have to talk about the controversy behind that band, but um, <laughs> they had a video where they they just it was just them messing around backstage and during concert and stuff like that and that's what this music video is it's just clips of them hanging out as a band and i always thought oh that's kind of cool you know like not only do they get this cool lifestyle but they also get to have fun doing fucking nothing and i, I always love that you're right and spark you said earlier about the lyrics of this song it is an oddly catchy song for what this song is about yeah and because the lyrics present something really dark in this song and the the juxtaposition of like the the sadness and and the heaviness of the lyrics mixed with this like upbeat catchy rhythm or tune or whatever i'm not musically inclined but they they match so well and it's almost like should i be singing this song should it be stuck in my head so that's that's i think that's why this song appeals to so many people it reminds me of like um, Twenty One Pilots. All along of the, the songs they do are very yeah. catchy and poppy, but they're all about like mental health a lot of the times too. Which sure. is, you know, yeah, like, and you know, this, I got a really good fact here. I actually went scouring just to try to see, you know, because there, there had to be something, and I think I found something here. Mm-hmm. MTVU censored this song when they played it, the video, dropping the audio anytime Foster sang "Gun" or "Bullets." The front man told Rolling Stone, I think MTV is scared of an alternative band that has a sound like this. I think the sound is deceiving. You've got reality shows, which are all about teenagers getting pregnant. And you've got Jersey Shore, where a girl gets punched in the face, and they show the clip over and over and over as a teaser to watch the show. It's like, oh, okay, domestic violence is fine, but like talking about something like family values and teen isolation and bullying is not. 
I mean, it's it's very interesting to see yeah. how MTV and everything decides to censor things, especially when it comes to music and music videos. Because let's even just talk about a one rap video you can think of in your head. The first thing that comes to your head it is Big Booty Bitches. And <laughs> or guns or drugs or something know, like that. And, but, and very, that's allowed. So but, it's, this song kind of brings up like, you know, what's okay with censorship and what, what topics can we bring up? We won't bring up any of them, obviously, and get into them here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, but yeah, it definitely brings that to, to like the forefront and for such a catchy song. Yeah. Uh, my last note on this song is that I remember I used to watch, this is uh, Confession Time, I used to watch Jersey Shore. Oh, oh no! Whatever. I cannot Whatever. do reality shows. I can't. Yeah, don't that's hate not on reality. Me. That's something completely messy and disgusting and it awful. Was, it was my reality. <laughs> um, my reality. <laughs> that's great. All right, guys, I'm so, going to finish yeah. us off here on what I'm going to oh, dub. Speaking the... of finishing off. Jesus. <laughs> oh, whoa! 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 Get a fan in here. Um, <laughs> this when I think one hit wonders, it was legit the first one. I know the band name as a yep. one hit wonder. I know the song as a one hit wonder. This is it. This is the trophy of them all, ladies and gentlemen. We are gonna watch Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's mom. Guy like me, <laughs> Stacy's uh, mom. I mean, like this. You gotta go in. This this music video is about a young man. Uh, it's like a coming of age tale of a young man entering puberty and realizing he wants more in his life than just Stacy. Um, I say for this video, you're right. Um, it's it's really really pushing the envelope, and I'm really surprised that they let this air in what what 2004. This on movie, much music. It was 2003 when this music video came out. Um, yeah. We talk about censorship uh, and all mm -hmm. that we literally have a model just taking off her bra a guy checking out her front uh about to give her a massage um <laughs> I, I mean there's a there's an an innuendo put in there where the guy the kid opens up his coke bottle and it explodes everywhere after he sees it i mean that's suggestive as f yeah if you're looking for this is definitely our most shocking or surprisingly a shocking video that because I haven't seen this video in years and I you kind of put these you watch them but when you rewatch them you're like oh my god that's that's way worse than what I remember well, and 2003 this we were all about what 12 yeah. years old at that time so I yeah. mean it's one of those things where that stuff goes over our head and now that we're watching it as adults like oh my god this is a this is going this in my, is, my god, special god. folder this video. Is, uh, I'm I can't believe this this actually was allowed to <laughs> like, be honest if you want shocking, watch this video. There is a fun fact about this one that I did find while kind of like looking things up. Um, and I want to see if Steel hasn't found it yet, if he can guess. This wasn't uh, actually written oh, yes. about yes. Um, somebody. No, I'll have Jared see if he can guess. It wasn't written about someone's mom. Do you? Can you guess the family member it was written for? The original inspiration. Okay, I'm going to go through family members. I hope it's not. Oh, Dog. Yeah. <laughs> I love how that's your first. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Stacy's dog has got it. Oh god, that's so bad. Oh my god, oh. There, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. That's Thanks for it. listening. Thanks bye bye. You. We are now canceled. We'll see ourselves out. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, not Stacy's dog. Stacy's dad, maybe. No, nope. I'll give you that one a little worse and older than that. 
Stacy's grandma? It was Stacy's grandma. Oh, what? Can you imagine the type of music Weird. video we would have got if it was a grandmother that the boy was obsessed with? Yes, yeah, so some ad ex- some executive in much music or whoever made this video was like, nah, let's let's tone it down. Let's go with her model mother. Like <laughs> No, we- neither are okay. We're recasting Betty White with Rachel Hunter. Uh- <laughs> there you go. That's our recasting a little, yeah. Oh god. I mean, I think this was the perfect one to go off of. Like I said, this is like the biggest one hit wonder i can think of fountains of wayne if it once again a hundred dollars to another person who can say a hit that they came out with yeah i I love that we covered every segment of five years like from 2000 to 2005 we covered a video in there in the 90s we got one hit wonder from there so got one from the 70s um, too that was awesome yeah it it went really well that's great songs and now i think we said at the end of the episode we're going to say what song is going to be stuck in our head for the rest of the day Oh, God, I got Melt With You still in me. Oh, incredible. Mm-hmm. I still I got to, it. Uh-huh. Take, take On, on me. me. Damn it, yeah, you switched me. it. Now it's on my head again. Me too. <laughs> no, it's Macarena. Well, guys, I did give us some social media for the podcast and everything, too. So I will be posting stuff about our comments of this podcast. I will also put out which songs are in our heads currently as we go through the day. Um, Guys, we did it. Another successful podcast. Do you guys want to tell everyone where they can find you? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash SteelSparky. The the show i don't like to use the term podcast as often as i can the show real good <laughs> movies is on spotify and everywhere you get uh, uh podcasts i suppose um this episode was the 1996 action movie the rock check Which it out i need to see because i have no i saw that today i'm like what the fuck i is haven't the seen rock? the movie yet but oh, after listening to the, podcast, listen to the show to. <laughs> awesome uh don't forget oh, listeners oh. to head over to moon king bean slash podcast as well to check out all of our updated shows and give us any feedback we will bring up in the podcast as we get it on our next shows i also i'm going to try to stay away from the word podcast now because now i just put a dirty mouth taste in my mouth for some <laughs> dirty reason word. dirty Podcast word podcast word <laughs> all right guys i'm bean i'm jer and i'm steel and we hope you remember this podcast